Hey, you guys. What's going on? Welcome to The Camera Adds 10 Pounds. That's right. I'm your host, Peter Sears. What's up? And before we start, as always, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at PerfectShaker.com. Got it right. Perfect Shaker. They are America's favorite shaker. They're actually the world's favorite shaker cup. They have shaker cups that come in all sorts of different uh, themes. If you want to look cool at the gym like me, they've got superheroes. They've got Mortal Kombat. They've got Power Rangers, they've got scary movie ones, they've got all kinds of stuff. I love them. It's actually how I fell in love with the company in the first place. Um, they also have meal prep bags, meal prep containers, pill containers, they have uh, workout towels, everything that the fitness lover in your life might need, they have. And if you're like me and you like fitness and you want cool shit, go to perfectshaker.com, enter the promo code 10 pounds, the word 10, the word pounds, you will save 15% off your order. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements. I know it's December. I know it's that time of the year that we're getting lazy. Hopefully not you guys, but hopefully, you know, and it's a lot less, it's a lot easier to not get lazy when you're taking supplements that give you the motivation and the energy to work out, whether, whether you're trying to lose weight, gain muscle, you know, compete in endurance athletes, or if you're a woman, if you're pregnant, they have all sorts of supplements to help you on your fitness goal. Do yourselves a favor. Go to buckedup.com. Enter the promo code 10 pounds. The number 10, the word pounds. You will save 20% off your order. What? That's more, right? Um, I love all the products. You can you could try a sample pack. You know that all you got to do is pay shipping and handling. And you get some of their pre-workouts and either a shaker cup or a shirt, depending on which sample pack you do. Um, I love them, man. It's the only, they're the only supplements I take. So, um, that's that. You guys know how we roll. Um, before we start, I mean, we already started, but, uh, here we go. Here's the song of the week. I did it. I remember this time. What? 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 On this day, I see clearly everything has come to life. A bitter place. And a broken dream, and we'll leave it all behind, right? The song gets me fucking pumped right now. To chase the dream. Fuck yeah. This song, dude, like, if I just went through the lyrics really quick, really quick, um, the like kind of like in between the chorus, I've been defeated and brought down, dropped to my knees when hope ran out. The time has come to change my ways. On this day, I see clearly everything has come to life, a bitter place and a broken dream. And we'll leave it all, leave it all behind. I'll never wait for what might have been. Regret won't waste my life again. I won't look back. I'll fight to remain. Like it's, it's fucking, it's a fucking banger. Um, the words are really powerful and you know i mean you guys have been along for this ride i don't know maybe from the beginning maybe you jumped in at some point but i've had a life and i talk a lot about it on here you know i've had guests on here and we'll get back to that in the new year i'm sure maybe before then but um that song it's also okay so the song is called metalingus by the band it lives it breathes and the significance is, I don't know if you guys know who Adam Copeland is, a.k.a. Edge, but he's a professional wrestler, uh, been in WWE, started with WWE, I want to say, uh, like in like 98, 99, uh, might be getting the dates wrong, wrestled for a long time, one of the top wrestlers, 
Um, and then he had to have some crazy, uh, like, neck spinal fusion surgery, and he had to retire from wrestling really young. You know, and it, it's sad because, you know, as someone, you know, I've talked about it on here a little bit or a lot, but the comedians and wrestlers, there, there's three, there, there, there's three uh, professions that I think the paths are very similar. And that's the path of a comedian, the path of a professional wrestler, and the path of a baseball player. No coincidence that I love all those things, right? And uh, it's one of those things where, obviously, if you're a wrestler, you know, the ultimate goal is WWE. Like, that's the pinnacle. Whether, I mean, the, the ultimate goal is to be WWE champion, obviously. But just to make it to the WWE, like, you're the king you're the you're the top of the mountain dude everyone wants to be you you can take care of your family like it's life is good and not unlike you know being a baseball player you know the ultimate goal as a baseball player mlb right and then hopefully you add on top of that you make it to the world series and win a world series you know and for a comedian you know different i think pinnacle at this point like i think it's changed the landscape of comedy has changed but I think that, you know, like Netflix, HBO specials, like that's kind of the pinnacle. And then from there, you know, maybe the pinnacle is, you know, like Fluffy fucking performing at Dodger Stadium or, you know, something like that. Kevin Hart performing in his hometown where the Eagles played, like whatever that stadium is called. Like, you know, there's pinnacles. Dane Cook performing at the Boston Garden, you know, back in the day. Um so, you know, he made it to WWE, and then he had to have this spinal fusion. His career ended um, very early, and that's just, I, I can't imagine as, a, you know, as someone still trying to climb his way to the top, you know, getting there. You know, he was champion a number of times, getting to that pinnacle, that mountain, the top of the mountain, and then having to just to walk away from it because of an injury. And, w- you know, with wrestlers, it's it's tough because... You know, they're always putting their their lives and their livelihood on the line out there, you know. And uh, to have that taken away is like kind of, uh, it sucks, dude, you know. And so what ended up happening was um, he retired early. And then nine years later, he kind of started to feel like that he didn't really have any neck pain anymore. And uh, kind of... St- started like he like he went like on a bike ride and uh he went on a bike ride with another wrestler actually Seamus and then he fell on the like going like mountain biking and then he fell like like head over heels on the bike and like they like obviously got really scared and he didn't feel anything like not in like in a not in a bad way like just in in like a good way like you know that from all the surgeries he had should have essentially paralyzed him and he felt fine and then he's like i wonder you know why i'm not feeling anything and he goes to the doctor and uh kind of gets you know x-rays and mris and they're like yeah you're you're good and your neck's healed and he's like what do you mean it's like healed they're like yeah you look good like and so then obviously you know nine years have gone by and he's like well maybe i can I can fucking wrestle again 
And so he didn't say anything to anybody, and he kind of started, you know, working out again, working out to wrestle again, which is different than just regular working out, you know, because wrestling is all about taking the bumps, as they call them, like, you know, landing. There's a certain way they land, because they always, you know, you land on your back, on your, your stomach sometimes, like learning how to land like that so that you don't injure yourself. And he started kind of practicing and working, and he realized that, like, he, he was probably fine and then <laughs> they gave him the okay you know they did the physical did the okay and then he came back after like nine years dude like that's that's like it, there's a documentary about it if you have peacock which i mean who has peacock i do but who else does people that watch wrestling and who else i don't know um but peacock there's a whole library of wwe related content and this documentary is on there and so he comes back nine years later. Nobody knows he's coming back. He comes back. They, every year in January, they have this uh, this big pay-per-view called the Royal Rumble. And basically, it's like, a, it's like a battle royal. You know, I think every minute a new person enters the ring until there's 30 people in the ring. And then whoever the last one is, um, they win and they get a title shot at... There's two titles in the WWE now, but whatever, like... If you win the Royal Rumble, you get to pick, you know, when your title shot is, and it's usually WrestleMania, because that's, like, the big build-up, you know. But anyway, you know, so in 2020, after being gone for nine years, you know, his music plays, and it's, he's, I don't remember what number he was, but he enters, and you hear the crowd go crazy, because they weren't expecting it, and it's, uh, it's pretty crazy, like, when you see the crowd react to somebody coming out, you know, it's like being at a concert or something, and, you know, I, I'll never forget being at Justin Timberlake concert in like 2007 or 8. It had to be 2007. And we're at Staples Center and it's a fucking great fucking concert. And then all of a sudden you hear, actually, I'll play what you hear. So picture this. We're seeing Justin Timberlake, right, who's obviously one of the best artists in the world my favorite artist, my idol, and, you know, you're, it's, you spent X amount of money, and then all of a sudden you hear, and we're like, what? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, and then Kanye comes out, and this is when this song was, like, fucking so popular, and we're like, no, he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Kanye West, and we're like, oh, shit, like, that kind of reaction, like that, they call, in wrestling, they call it a pop, like, we fucking went crazy. And then Kanye came out and sang Stronger. Like, I mean, that song was huge back in, like I said, 07, whatever. That song came out. And it was like, and, and JT kind of was like the hype man, you know, like finishing the lines, like that whole thing. And it was it was just a fucking great moment. And so wrestling's like that when, you know, you, you know, it's obviously, you know, it's, it's scripted and it's whatever, you know, but, you know, I've talked about it, but these guys are still putting their bodies and their lives essentially on the line, you know, like, Adam Copeland Edge could have fallen the wrong way and died. Not, I mean, he could have gotten worse than having to have his neck fused together. Um, but you know, part of it is you know when things are happening and the storylines are developing, and then somebody comes out. And you're like, oh my god! Like I, I can remember watching WrestleMania and the the Ultimate Warrior came out to help, and we were just like, oh, he had been gone for a long time, and it was just like. Just stuff like that is what makes wrestling so fun, especially when you're there. You know, like, it's one thing, obviously, when you're watching on TV and it's still a great 
experience but when you're there and you hear the music and the roar of the crowd and it's just you know it's it's live entertainment dude it's 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 like being at a stand-up comedy show you know it's it's there's a different energy when you're there versus watching it on television you know um so anyway he came back and started wrestling again and he's been wrestling since like they they told him that he couldn't wrestle anymore and somehow his neck fucking just healed on its own and now he's back and he was with WWE and then he left WWE a, a couple months ago and now he's with uh, AEW and he came out on one of their last pay-per-views, you know, at the end and that was a big thing and it broke the internet for, you know, a day or so. Um, just a, a crazy inspiring story. You guys know I, lo- I love inspiring stories like that, like people that just don't give up, people that, you know, overcome the odds. That's why I've you know, I'm such a big fan and, you know, I have so much respect for guys like David Goggins who has had quite a life but turned it into a positive and is just doing amazing things. Like, I, I love a story like that because it inspires me, dude. It inspires me to keep going. And, you know, as 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 my, my, my favorite wrestler, Cody Rhodes, would say, you know, finish the story. You know, he's got a story and he wants to finish it. And same thing, like, I have a story, I have goals, and I got to finish that shit. So, um, just thought I'd share that song. God, I started, it took me 13 minutes to talk about this fucking song, dude. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, we're back. We are in the last month of the year, you guys. This is December. We've got essentially four and a half weeks till the end of the year. Uh, I know I've gone back and looked at my goals for this year and I got some of them but there's going to be some that I don't get but also I set big fucking goals every year so I do that so that I can shoot for them um I think I know I've I mean I don't know how long some of you guys have been here but uh a a few years ago I read this book called the 10 times rule or 10x rule whatever by this guy named Grant Cardone. He's like an entrepreneur. He's a fucking billionaire. And you know, to be honest, I don't love everything he talks about. <laughs> but this book made sense. So the 10x rule is basically... The 10x rule is basically set your... Uh, set your goals high. Like so high. Like the thing is, is like... People set goals that are attainable. And in some instances, like, I guess, yeah, it's probably better to set a more realistic goal in certain things. Like, like, you know, someone that wants to get better in basketball. Like, you know, maybe you're 30 years old. You want to get better at basketball. You're probably not going to fucking be in the NBA. Like, you know, maybe something realistic. Maybe being able to make 8 out of 10 free throws is a little bit more of a realistic goal. And But the thing is that he talks about is that people set goals that they know they can achieve so that they, you know, they achieve them. But in reality, it should be goals that are really hard to achieve and set goals that you might not be able to achieve. So you multiply everything by 10, 10x. That way, you know, let's say if you set a goal to make $100,000, you're going to shoot for $100,000. And if you come up short, then you didn't make a lot of money. But if your goal is $100,000 and you're just like, all right, well, I'm going to try to make a million dollars. And then you sh- you do everything you can to make that million. 
And then if you don't hit that million, well, you still made way more than you were going to when you were only going to aim for 100. So that's the 10x rule. So, you know, every year I have some goals, and I'll share them with you at the end of the year. But um, I'm not going to get all of them, but I came pretty close to most of them. And I'm going to keep setting big fucking goals for myself because that's... I just want to do fucking dope shit, dude. Like, moral of the story. Um, but as far as, like, fitness goes, you know, I talked about it last time and the time before that. But, you know, this is the time of year when people start to get lazy and complacent. Not just at fitness, but with work and with everything. And I was talking to somebody. I don't remember who I was talking to, but, like, the last... I always try harder to like go hard on my workouts and stuff at the end of the year because I don't want to be one of those like okay well I'm serious now it's like well you should always be serious and when it comes to like booking jobs and stuff like you know I don't really care about the acting stuff you know like it would be great to be in like Marvel or Star Wars or whatever but like the industry the entertainment industry kind of dies at this time like people stop production on things i mean it's different now because the strike and everything kind of put things on the back burner so now there's more things going on with production than would normally be going on at this time because they were off work for so long but normally this is like a dead time in la and people get lazy they're like oh you know i'll start going to more mics in january like i'm gonna go to this many mics like uh you know just take the last few weeks off and for me it's like no i'm I'm trying to turn it up and I'm trying to get more jobs and just not start fresh in January, but have that momentum so that I'm already rolling come January, you know, and, you know, still trying to work towards, you know, getting the fuck out of here and moving to Austin and all these things. And there's just a lot of things that I, 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 I can't personally afford to like get lazy or just, you know, take my foot off the gas you know i gotta keep going man keep hammering i just read this great fucking book by uh cameron haynes i read a lot you guys mainly for me but also for you guys so i can impart some wisdom on you guys i uh if you don't know who cam haynes is he's uh basically is a bow hunter but he also runs like marathons also and ultra marathons and he's run some of those 240 mile races like he runs a marathon essentially like almost every day, either in the morning or after work or on his lunch or what. It's fucking bananas, dude. I'm over here like trying to knock out six this year. And this motherfucker does like four to five a week. Just like oh, I'm going to go run for a marathon. Like what, dude? That's And he lifts weights and he's a big time, like arguably the best bow hunter in the world. So. Uh, it's very interesting, but the book is kind of about how he's, it's not really about bow hunting, it's about the dedication to bow hunting, and the things he does, like the running the marathons that he does, but they're all things that he does so that he can be good at bow hunting, if that makes sense, and it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. A lot of people don't like him because he talks about these things, but essentially, like that's he li he does all these things so that when he's on his bow hunts, you know, chasing 
a mule deer or an elk into the fucking mountains. Like, he's got the strength and the stamina to keep fucking going. Like, and it's about that dedication, that just continuing to work to be the best and just working, working, working. Nobody cares. Work harder. Like, keep fucking working. And that's kind of like, it, stuff like that really resonates with me because I feel like, you know, not everybody kind of gets, like, every, but people have jobs you know, and people go to work and they work overtime, but it's, maybe it's not something they're passionate about, or maybe it's not really, they're not, they're not aspiring to do anything bigger than what they're doing already, like, they have their 95, they do it, and there's nothing wrong with that, you guys, I'm not putting that down, but I'm not a person that has a 9 to 5, I'm a person that chose a profession that's fucking hard as shit to get into, to make a living at, to succeed at, like, all these different things, so, you know, the path is different, like, I don't, you know, I've talked about it, I don't know how much money I'm going to make, every, I mean, I, I do when I book shows and stuff, but I don't, there's nothing guaranteed right now, so I have to just keep hitting the pavement, just fucking, just putting it to work, you know, and, you know, he talks about it, but he also talks about you know, finding that thing that you're passionate about because that makes it easier to fucking keep pushing, you know, when it when the task seems impossible or when you're not getting any traction. It's like you got to be passionate. And if you're passionate, you know, just do it because you love it, not because you're trying to make money. It's like so. And that's that's where comedy kind of gets, you know, the waters get a little murky It's because I love it. You know, I I. I I fucking, I love it, like, I just, the feeling I get when I get off stage, when I'm done well, and when people are coming up to me and telling me how funny I was, and this and that, and it's just like, there's no better feeling, you know, I love it, so it's worth, you know, some of the bullshit that I put up with on the way over there, because I love it, you know, so many people at their jobs, they deal with bullshit every fucking day, and they hate their jobs, and for me, like, it's like, God, that's gotta be an awful feeling to deal with all the bullshit, but hate the job you're at, like, that terrifies me, I struggle often, but I love the job, so I will deal with the struggle, do you see what I'm saying? Uh, but anyway, I read the book and it was it was great and it just it's things like that when I read it and it, it reaffirms to me that I even though my life can be rocky and tumultuous at times and you know there's highs and there's some real lows sometimes I'm I'm pursuing something that I'm passionate about and that I love, dude, and that's the driving force is that passion and that love. Um, so if you want to read it, I highly recommend it. It's a great fucking book. Cam Haynes. Um, it's not, is it called? It's not called Keep Hammering. What's the name of the book? Hold on. Sorry, you guys. Over here talking about how awesome the book was. Endure. There you go. Great fucking title. Endure. Um, so anyway, I, uh, <laughs> By the time this part, by the time you hear this, I don't know. It's going to be one thing or the other, but I've been training for this fucking marathon. I'm supposed to run a marathon this weekend, but um, because of all my hard work, I got an email this morning that 
they need a headliner in Colorado Springs this weekend. And if, you know, on such short notice, if I can do it. And I was like, I mean, yeah, dude, I can't. Um, Cause I can't turn, this, this is a club that I've been wanting to do to. I've heard great things about this club. I've had friends that work the club. It's very nice club. I heard the crowds are great. And I love Colorado Springs. I went, uh, I want to say back in either 2018 or 2019, and they have this beautiful, uh, it's called the Manitou Incline. I might, I might be, I might be saying it wrong. Manitou Incline, Manitou Incline. And it's a set of stairs that goes for a mile. So you're basically doing stairs for a mile. Oh, but the altitude. So when you start, you're already a mile into the sky. You're already a mile altitude. And then you go up the stairs for another mile. So when you get to the top, you are two miles. I know, dude. It's fucking wild. And uh, it, uh, I remember doing it when I did it. I did it by myself. None of the comics wanted to go with me. And no one wanted to go with me. So I just fucking went by myself. And it starts to fuck with you after a while, the altitude. You know, I, I talked about, I don't know if you guys were here a few weeks ago when I went to Sedona, did mushrooms and whatever, but like your 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 head starts to, you kind of start to feel it when you get in the altitude. You get a little dizzy, you get a little lightheaded, and it kind of messed with me for a while when I was going up these incline stairs. But then I was seeing kids up there, and I'm like, well, fucking if the kids are up there, what the fuck's going on? You know, it's so it's like you kind of just got to not think about it and just keep fucking going, which is what I did. And I remember getting to the top and just just being really emotional. Not because it was like so hard or whatever, but like when you get to the top, it's just you're fucking two miles up into the sky. Like, and you see everything. You have this beautiful view of the mountains. And it was just like, I don't know. It was like a, almost like an out-of-body experience. Like I couldn't believe that I was in this moment. And, you know, stuff like that kind of uh, gets to me because, you know, it, it's a lot of things. It's, you know, I just did a physical feat. You know, it's, you know, I just, I'm, you know, I'm getting paid to do comedy. I'm in a city that I've never been to before or in this case, if I go back, that I've been to before. But, you know, I didn't get this job with the help of anybody. There's all these different things where it's like I'm proud of myself, thinking about how my mom would have been proud of me, thinking about, how my mom would have loved to see this, you know, um, just how beautiful the landscape was and just stuff like that. And it, it gets me emotional sometimes. And so I got really emotional, but I'm excited if I haven't got a return. He emailed me and said, and asked me if I get a headline and I said, yes, but now I haven't heard back from him. So I don't know if I'm going or not. So I may be headlining three uh, E's comedy club in Colorado Springs this weekend. I may not be maybe by the time, I finished the podcast. I will have gotten confirmation, but um, it it will be a little bittersweet because, like I said, I've been training for this marathon that's supposed to be Saturday, and if I get this job, like I can't turn it down because I don't know when this opera. I've I've probably emailed this guy. If I had to guess, thirty times over the last few years, like it's that, it's that persistent, dude. Like it's it's. And a lot of people don't have it. You know, I know a lot of people, I'm not naming names, but I know a lot of people that just don't have that mental toughness to continue to fucking bang those doors until they finally get open. Like, 
you know, think about it. Like, I mean, just think about yourself, whoever you are listening, wherever you are. I, I, I got my Spotify wrapped, and apparently a lot of people listening to this in the U.S., which makes sense, but also a lot of people listening in Australia and the U.K. Hello. Welcome. Uh, so many people. Okay. God damn it. I forgot what I was fucking talking about right now. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Wherever you are, think about applying for a job, any job, a job that you want, a job that you don't maybe want, but you think if you get it, you can, you know, make some money and, you know, it is what it is. But um, think about a job and you applying for it and then maybe not hearing back. Do you apply again, or do you just apply elsewhere? Because with comedy clubs, there's only so many places I can apply to. Eventually, I have to start over and just reapply and reapply and reapply. And I will keep applying until people fucking tell me no. And there have been people that tell me no for various reasons. And I, I, I try to share that sometimes on social because I think that there's this conception that I'm just, you know, fucking killing it and doing all these things. And it's like, nah, dude, like every job that I get, there's probably been a hundred emails that didn't get answered, you know? And so when I finally get a job, I'm like, fuck, dude, yes. It only took me 30 fucking emails to get in with you. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, like, so hopefully... I emailed him back, told him I'd be, I, I could, I could do it, but I haven't heard back, so we'll see. But I hope I can get it because I'm really excited, and uh, it'll just be kind of like icing on what already has been pretty cool comedy-wise this year. But uh, let's, uh, let's talk about this weekend really quick, and then we'll get into some fitness stuff, and then we'll get you guys out of here. How about that? Um, was in New Mexico this weekend. Great great time. First of all, I'm going to I'm going to toot my own horn really quick. So, as you guys know, if you've been around this podcast again for any amount of time, you know that sometimes I get gigs where they put us in a hotel or a condo. Other times I get gigs where I got to put myself up in a hotel or maybe I'm lucky enough that I can stay with friends when I'm there, you know, so I don't have to pay out of pocket for a hotel. So this was a weekend where I was getting paid, but I had to get my own hotel. So luckily, I had some Wyndham points held over, and uh, I got a pretty good deal on the hotel. It was like 50 bucks a night for a La Quinta, which is pretty good for a La Quinta. But also, I was in New Mexico, so you know what I mean. But um, I just didn't, I was on a budget, so I'm like, I'm going to make, I wasn't going to get paid a ton. I wasn't getting paid, like, nothing, but I wasn't getting paid, like, a ton for this weekend. So, I'm like, all right, let me do my best to turn a profit here. Um, and so, then I just decided at the last minute that, because I, what I was going to do, it, it's about an 11-hour drive. And on top of the 11-hour drive, you're losing an hour because Albuquerque, or not Albuquerque, but New Mexico is in the mountain time zone. So, I'm thinking, okay, my show's at 8 and it's going to take me 11 hours to get there. And that's not including, you know, stopping for bathroom and gas and whatever. So I'm just trying to, like, logistically 
figure out what I'm going to do. I'm going to probably have to split the drive up because 11 hours in one day and to get there when they are now an hour ahead and get there before showtime, it's, it's, a, it's asking a lot, you know. But also, I've gone on three separate trips this year over the last few months where I've had a 10 between 10 and 11 hour drive to different places. I went to Oregon twice and I went to uh, I went to New Mexico earlier this summer. And so I know that I'm capable of doing it. And also, if you guys remember back a few years ago, I drove to DC from Oklahoma and then I drove back all in one shot. And I've driven back from Dallas with my best friend and his family, you know, a couple times. Like I, I know what I'm capable of now. Now I'll say this, it's a little bit easier when you have someone in the car with you and they can drive or whatever. But when you're by yourself, it's, you know, it's, it's for me, I, I, I see it as a challenge, but also I see it as a way to save money. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. And I was just like, I just didn't want to stay. Like I didn't want to leave and then stop and stay the night, like in Phoenix or Tucson or something. Cause it's like, those are cities that I work in and, they have comedy clubs there, and if you know anything about me, you know it's very hard for me to stay in a city without that. Uh, it's very hard for me to stay in a city with comedy clubs and not be at the comedy club. And I was like, you know what, dude? I'm just gonna fucking, I'm just gonna make the drive in the morning, dude. I'm just gonna, I can do it. And if I don't do it, then fucking, I guess I'll, you know, I'll suffer the consequences of not making my show. And so I left at 3:45 in the morning, Pacific Coast time. And I fucking got to New Mexico before four. So basically, it should have been, if I left at 345, that made it 445 there. 11 hours would have gotten me there at 345, their time. But with all the stops and gas and eating and everything, I still made it at 345. It's pretty fucking good, dude. I was pretty proud of myself. And then I got there, and, you know, I got there in enough time to work out. Hotel was supposed to have a gym. Didn't have a gym. Motherfuckers. But luckily, there was an Anytime Fitness very close by. I've, I've, I've sang my praises for Anytime Fitness. I got the membership last year because I noticed they were in a lot of places that I go to. And here they were again in another place. So I did that, but the shows were so fun, dude. Like, I had a great time. I, I did not know what to expect from the audiences there, and they were great. Like, they came out to have a good time. They had a good time. You know, people were telling me I'm the funniest person they've seen there, and, you know, I'm I'm very confident in what I do. So I was like, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Thank you, you know, but... It's not beyond the realm of possibility that I'm the funniest person people have seen. Like, I, it's just, it is what it is, man. You know, but had the best time. Um, may or may not have met a really pretty girl this weekend, but we'll see what happens. You know, um, shout out to you if you're listening. Probably not though, but whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that for now um but like just to be able to make a solo drive 11 hours by myself and 
by the time I get there, still have the energy to work out and put on a great show and be the funniest person these people have seen and then do it again. And it just, it, it's a testament to taking care of myself. I, 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 I'm tooting my own horn, but I firmly believe that that's a big reason why. I don't, I think if I was a fat piece of shit eating fucking McDonald's and a bunch of bullshit, like, I don't think I would have the energy to pull that off, you know, like, by myself, no way, dude, you know, but eating well, eating the right foods to give me energy, but also working out to give me the energy, getting enough sleep, I went to bed pretty early, because I knew I was going to wake up at 3.30 to leave by 3.45, like, I packed the day before, like, not, not, I left on Thursday, I packed on Tuesday, like, because I was like, I know I'm going to go to bed early on Wednesday, and I pulled it off, dude, and same thing, I came back, and I just drove all the way through, I was thinking about stopping in Sedona again, but I I have a a trip to back to New Mexico in February, and I also have a trip to Arizona in, in April, so I think, I don't know, I might go to Sedona again for New Year's, I haven't decided yet. I really want to do mushrooms and go back to Sedona, but that's just me. Um, so I, did, I just came all the way through and, again, made it. And it was it's a lot easier driving back because you gain that hour, you know. So you fly and you not fly, like, literally, but, like, you drive fast and just fucking power it out. And then you have that satisfaction of, like, oh, shit, like, I just gained an hour. Like, sweet. Like, it's almost like extra credit, you know, and I love it. And, like I said, the shows were great. Um, may or not, may or not have met a really beautiful girl, but, oh, did I already say that? Okay, fine. Um, (laughs) just, it was just a fun weekend, dude. And it, it was one of those things, you know, I took a couple weeks off of comedy on purpose, didn't schedule myself for, you know, uh, Thanksgiving and whatnot. And, you know, I realized, I've realized this several times over the last few months, but I really do like being on the road. Like, I'm sure if I had, like, a wife and kids at home, it would be different, you know, someone to come back to in that kind of way. But being that it's just me, um, but I've always liked being on the road, but I think now that it's kind of all I got, you know, other than my family, you know, um, there's something about it, just being out there on the road by myself in my fucking Kia, <laughs> you know, um, listening to music, singing, making fucking car karaoke videos, listening to podcasts, and just, there's this, I don't know, there's just something about it, dude. I, I, I feel so free, and uh, it's, uh, it's pretty good. And then, like I said, when I get the positive feedback from people, it just reaffirms that I'm, even though the road is bumpy and it can be really hard at times and all those things, like, the end result is so worth it, you know. I, I've quoted Tim Grover on this podcast a million times, famous trainer of Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Dwayne Wade. He says, you don't have to love the work, but create. Actually, I'll, I'll play it fucking right here, dude. He has it. He just posted a video on Instagram about it the other day, so... I'll let you guys hear it from the goat himself. How about that? Hey, 
about working out and training. Hold on. Who has the key to your One thing I will say about working out and training, you don't have to love the work, but you crave the end result so intensely that the work is irrelevant. Fucking boom, dude. Exactly. Like you don't you don't have to love the like I don't have to love the fact that I have to email comedy clubs fucking 15 20 25 30 times before i finally get booked or just even a response but you have to crave the end result dude and i know what my end result is it's fucking me dodger stadium just like fluffy fucking either netflix hbo who wants it i don't even fucking care i'll do it on the sports net I'll do it on Sportsnet, dude. I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, but that's it, you know, selling out comedy clubs, selling out theaters, like that's the end result. Those are my goals, and I don't shy away from sharing it and putting it out there into, you know, into the universe because it's how I hold myself accountable. It's how I hope other people hold me accountable. Like, hey, remember when you said, yeah, I remember when I said I was going to fucking do that. There's a reason I said I was going to do it because I fucking want people to hold me accountable. Just like when, you know, you hire a trainer, a trainer is supposed to hold the client accountable. That's the same thing. That's why I put shit out there, dude. So, um, I, like I said, I don't love some of the bullshit that I have to deal with, but the result is, is what I'm craving and... You know, that's that's my journey, man. You know, uh, so anyway, I don't, like I said, I don't know. <laughs> I still haven't gotten the email back if I'm going to be in Colorado Springs this weekend or not. But um, I definitely know that I'm going to be either in Colorado Springs this weekend headlining or I'm going to be running a marathon in Vegas this weekend. It's either or, dude. It's two completely different weekends. <laughs> uh, but that's what I'm going to be doing. And then next week, I got a thing. I'm going to be competing in this race called High Rocks. I think I talked about it last week, but um, it looks really fun. Uh, I got a sponsorship deal. Shout out to the people at Gainful for sending me a care package and and putting forth uh, the cost to, to have me on the relay team for this race that Saturday, December 16th. Um, it's fucking, it, it's great, dude. I'm excited. It's a bunch of like, it's like a Spartan race, but it's inside. So there's like, you're not like running in the dirt. And it's like, you're pushing sleds and pulling sleds and throwing medicine balls and running in between and shit like that. So that's going to be next weekend. So, you know, I got a fun physical weekend coming up this weekend, no matter what, if I'm in Colorado Springs and I do the incline, uh, and I'll, I'm going to, if I'm in Colorado Springs, I'm also going to try to go to the Olympic training center, which is there. I would love that. Um, I didn't get a chance to go last time I was there. Or I'm running a fucking marathon. Either way. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I can't say come see me in Colorado Springs. Although by the time this podcast posts, maybe I will have edited the end of this and be like, actually, guys, we are going to Colorado Springs. But if not, um, we do have our show at the Dream Lounge, our last show of the year. We've had some really great shows this year at the Dream Lounge. Um but our next one is next week, December 14th. Um, and then I think I have a show in L.A. that I'm going to do Friday, December 29th. Um, 
stay tuned on that if you happen to be in LA or near LA. And that's kind of it, you guys. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget if you're listen if 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 you know you're one of those people that's gonna put off working out to the end of the till next year, don't fucking do that shit, dude. Get on it right now. Get the momentum going. You know, you're going to eat bad foods. You already know you are. So just get a head start, dude. Maybe don't eat the bad foods. Maybe just fucking start now. And then you're not going to be one of the people in the gym January 1st or 2nd. And everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy or girl? I've never seen them before. Oh, they're the people that pay for gym memberships and only come for a few weeks in January every year. Don't be that person. It doesn't have to be a gym, but just fucking start it now. Okay? Take care of yourself. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening. Subscribe on Spotify if you're on Spotify, please. And I'll see you guys next time.